All right, fellow fact checkers, be sure to head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and check out the best coffee sponsor a guy could ever hope for. And if you use the code FCT for fact check this at checkout, you will get 18% off any order of $25 or more. Also, be sure to check out the subscription packages. And any order of $37.99 or more goes free shipping. Check out the light blend, the dark blend, the uh, medium blend, the electric boogaloo, and the decaf. Be sure to check out Fox and Sons Coffee. So let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast, and today we're going to look at sort of a silly topic. Uh, I, I say it's sort of silly because I personally find it to be incredibly silly. But in the larger scale of things, it's uh, kind of fucked up and terrifying, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um uh, it's also going to be probably a little bit of a shorter episode, but I will be making up for it on Friday because uh, I think that one's going to be really good. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into this article. This is, uh, let's see, this is from The Federalist. I love The Federalist. Uh, Federalist and Post-Millennial are, are two that I thoroughly enjoy. But nonetheless, let's uh, let's dive right in. You've probably never been Woman of the Year, but these men have nothing says we respect women like elbowing them out of their own awards to laud a man who makes a mockery of womanhood after naming richard or rachel levine a man who parades around in ladyface as one of its 2022 women of the year usa today is back to remind us that it doesn't know or doesn't care what a woman is earlier this week the outlet released its list of 2023 honorees and the name getting the most attention is that of Minnesota State Representative Leah Fink, a pink-haired man who dresses like a woman and has been in office for less than 12 weeks. Nothing says we respect women, like elbowing out of their own awards, to laud a man who makes a mockery of womanhood. Fink isn't the only man co-opting the Woman of the Year pedestal. Here are eight other men who have displaced women at their own game. Rachel Levine. Fink's predecessor as USA Today's token male woman of the year, Rachel, formerly known as Richard Levine, failed upward into a cushy Biden administration gig after condemning thousands of nursing home residents to die of COVID in Pennsylvania. The Federalist senior editor, John David, uh, John Daniel Davidson, is still locked out of Twitter for clearly acknowledging that Levine is a man. This is So this is a tweet from In Wokeness which is an excellent follow, by the way. Rachel Levine waited to have kids before gender transitioning. In 2019, Rachel Levine said, I can't imagine my life without my children. This is the same Rachel Levine who is now pushing to expand permanent gender surgeries for minors. So is is Rachel Levine a woman or what's uh, or a, well, obviously not a woman, uh, a lesbian? I'm not real clear on what's going on. Craziness. That's another thing that I find kind of interesting is how many of these uh how many of these trans trans women are also lesbians like and still still have a penis so like you're you're a straight dude who likes to wear women's clothing 
and you might have taken some estrogen so you could have some little boobs. Maybe. I don't know. Seems like the long and short of that is uh, it's a fucking mental illness. Call me crazy. I don't call them crazy. Yeah. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known as Bruce, was a recipient of one of Glamour Magazine's Women of the Year Awards in 2015. Jenner, a 6'2 former Olympian who began going by Caitlyn in 2015, came away with the title of the magazine's transgender champion. One of Jenner's co-recipients that year was the now disgraced girl boss fraudster Elizabeth Holmes, Whatever that says about the awards committee, the awards committee's wisdom. After Glamour's decision to name Jenner Jenner a man amongst its women of the year, James Smith, whose police officer wife was posthumously recognized by the magazine after she died rescuing people from the World Trade Center on 9/11, returned his wife's award, calling Jenner's recognition an insult. There was. Was there no woman in America or the rest of the world more deserving than this man? He asked in an open letter to the magazine. <laughs> Laverne Cox. The year before Jenner scored Glamour's Woman of the Year title, the magazine handed it to another man, Roderick Laverne Cox, who now goes by Laverne. Cox's award for Glamour followed his June 2014 Time magazine cover, a glowing profile that openly discussed the trans lobby's attempt to co-opt the gay rights movement and boasted about fixing nature's mistakes. I think Laverne Cox may have actually had bottom surgery. I could be wrong about that, though. Uh, MJ Rodriguez. Amongst Time Magazine's Women of the Year in 2022 was MJ Rodriguez, born Michael Anthony Rodriguez Jr., a male stage performer who identifies as an Afro-Latina trans woman, according to Time. Over the course of the same year, Rodriguez was lauded as the first transgender entertainer to receive a Golden Globe and an Emmy uh, nomination for lead, for lead acting. What's this person even been in? I don't... I mean, is that uh, Xerxes from 300? No, no, that's actually a man. I'm not sure. I don't know that I've ever seen this person in anything. I'm not going to go look for him either. Hard pass. Thanks anyway. Uh, here we go. This one's really impressive. We'll, we'll talk about this one a little bit more. Laurel Hubbard. Before he began taking experimental horm hormones, Hubbard competed in men's weightlifting. After he competed against women at the 2020 Olympics as part of New Zealand's team, finishing dead last in the super heavyweight category, Hubbard was nonetheless named Sportswoman of the Year by New Zealand's University of Otago. The accolade has been around since 1908. Yeah, that was the really funny thing about that was there was all kinds of like a huge deal that was made about Hubbard being on the team as a man competing against women in powerlifting at the Olympics. And then somehow got up there on the biggest stage on the planet and couldn't clear a single lift. So I firmly believe that this was an attempt to normalize allowing trans men to compete at the Olympics. And in having Hubbard finish dead last and not clear a single lift. Now, this dude qualified for the New Zealand powerlifting team. 
right? He he didn't get on the team because you know they were making a statement, a trans activist statement. Like he qualified. They they only get to send so many people to compete. They're trying to win. So he qualified, and then couldn't clear a single lift in the first session. I feel like it's being used as a setup to say, look, see? See, women can be competitive against men. Women can beat men in these sports. Just feels too fake. Ebony Harper, California's Assembly District 7, named Ebony Harper a man as his 2021 Woman of the Year. This year, Harper also received a California woman making history recognition from Lieutenant Governor Eleni uh, Konolakis. What kind of name is that? I don't want to know. I'm sure it's not one of those people. He's the executive director of a group called California Transcends. Cecilia Chung, after years earlier in 2014, Another uh, Several years earlier in 2014, another California district honored a man who goes by the name Cecilia Chung as its Woman of the Year. Phil Ting, uh, San Francisco's assemblyman, bestowed the award on him a year after Chung successfully pressured San Francisco officials to make their city the first in the country to pay for uninsured residents' uh, mutilative sex surgeries. That's... Hell of an achievement. I mean, naturally, San Francisco would celebrate something like that. And a bonus. Leah Thomas, a man who now competed under his given name, William, uh, who a man who competed under his given name, William, through his sophomore year of college, was nominated by the University of Pennsylvania for the NCAA's 2022 Woman of the Year Award. While Thomas wasn't ultimately selected for the national uh, national recognition, his nomination his nomination kept female Penn students from being tapped, just like his national championship in the women's 500-yard freestyle a few months earlier displaced his female competitors from the top of the winner's podium. After the controversial championship, NBC News was caught doctoring Thomas's face to look less masculine. I, that was fucking hilarious, uh, like the way that they went about doing that. And that's like that's just a short list. Like this stuff is becoming more and more prevalent. And it's I think hilarious. Because it really does prove that the patriarchy always wins. Like I, I've I've posted a, a meme on that around a few times on like anytime there's <laughs> there's something about a on Twitter or Facebook about a man winning a woman of the year award of some sort or uh, winning a an honor that is supposed to recognize women i post that that patriotic the patriarchy always wins thing because i mean it's becoming true like if you it's the fucking cheat code like if you want to ascend to the top as a man just become a trans woman and displace all the women and then you get it like you'll get it you'll get it all uh, fuck look at Dylan Mulvaney I'm still positive that that's a that that whole thing is a show and in fact let's 
let's switch gears and we'll do a we'll pull up a different article because uh, I, I do want to uh, <laughs> I do want to acknowledge this a little bit we're we're just going to go through this one this was going to be a short episode and now it's not <laughs> sorry I changed directions midstream because this is this is how I've kind of felt about this for a while and so I, I just want to read it to put it out there and this is uh, from the critic it's, it's called the performance of a lifetime Dylan Mulvaney's mimicry of women is absurd if a man seeks to humiliate a woman he encounters, nothing is easier than reducing her appearance to a mere caricature. Men do this just uh, directly in front of women. Uh, they are targeting, lifting their voice to a squeak, exaggerating hand gestures, pushing out pretend breasts, wiggling their bum, pouting and fiddling with their hair. Most of these men confide the, confine the taunt to the women in front of them, and the woman often feels, the dis, uh, feels and displays a righteous rage. However, when it comes to Dylan Mulvaney, the TikTok user has become fa who has become famous for his grotesque parody of women. Women are not supposed to react critically. They are seen as cruel or transphobic if they express annoyance at being so grossly insulted. In March 2022, Dylan Mulvaney saw a way to take his barely concealed disdain for women up a level with predictable success. So this, this is an inter interesting thing. I, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it in a minute. After his career as a musical actor had stalled due to the COVID pandemic, with people finding solace daily on TikTok, Wiley Dillon invented a new role that guaranteed his future wealth and success. He, was annou he announced he was embarking on a journey of being a girl and began a series of videos documenting his this ludicrous notion. Shortly before this year-long, very public transition, Mulvaney performed a pilot video for his current lucrative act. In it, he told the viewer that he had trouble finding roles, so a friend had invented one for him, a femme character. His character wears a pink dress and pearls, white gloves and ankle socks. At this point, Mulvaney must have been delighted to glimpse a potential new career path. It was a very savvy move for him to extend and develop his this character of a 1950s woman. Now, just over a year later, Dylan Mulvaney has highly paid partnerships with a number of companies, including Budweiser, Kate Spade, and during the past week, to great objection, uh, the sportswear giant Nike. In an inflammatory paid partnership video with Nike, an inanely grinning barefoot Mulvaney wears a Nike sports bra and leggings. That's the most embarrassing outfit I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they had to make those leggings fit so loose in the crotch so, so as not to show his donger. And the sports bra, like, I have... I have more pecs than that dude does. He's not athletic by any means. So the sports bra just, it's weird. Look, it's, it's like a cut off wife beater. Basically it's, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he performs a series of ridiculous moves, including comedic side stretches, a theatrical run, kicking his heels up nonsensically and failed chorus line high kicks. He almost runs backwards into a hedge at one point and pulls a comedy expression of shock. It all looks ridiculous and slapstick. It mocks women by suggesting they exercise trivially and ineffectively, but smiling throughout. This is where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break and pull the aside. Because Dylan Mulvaney is a very outwardly gay man. And perhaps you've had different experiences uh, in life, but a, a lot of gay men that 
I've been around do have a sincere disdain for women. Uh, I don't know if it's the natural cattiness or or what, but there is a real thing there to the, uh, like what they said earlier um, with uh, in March 22, Dylan Mulvaney saw a way to take his barely concealed disdain for women up a level with predictable success. You know, the the disdain is a real thing for a lot of gay dudes. So I, I, that line kind of uh, struck as like <laughs> it makes sense. And and I, I I don't know shit about Dylan Mulvaney. And prior to creating a intro clip on the morning show when he was like day eight of being a girl, uh, people have told me I should be calling myself a woman because calling myself a girl is disrespectful to women. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to continue to call myself a girl. Okay, thanks, bye, or some shit like that. Uh, like it's pretty clear that he doesn't respect women's opinions while he's doing this. Uh, he's doing it for for his own benefit. Uh, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that he had been very hateful towards women in the past which is what this sort of indicates. Uh, the media seems unwilling to focus on the actual reasons many women are angry about this. It is focused instead on stating that objections to the sponsorship are because Dylan is trans. This is not why women are outraged. When a man performs woman in front of women to such a humiliating degree, when he waggles and jiggles and implies that weakness and silliness are inherent to being a woman who plays sports, women appropriately see this for the deliberately constructed misogyny it is. Rhea Chapman, a London PE teacher, told me why she finds this act so irritating and offensive. Girls are still routinely bullied and mocked for being sporty and or breaking stereotypes, their achievements and ambitions not being celebrated and valued like those of their male peers. For a sports company the size of Nike to use a male performing a parody of what he believes women behave like during sports only adds to the ammunition that boys will use to put girls down. Utilizing female stereotypes is the foundation of Mulvaney's role. On his day one of being a girl video de debut, he said, I've already cried three times, written a scathing email I didn't send, ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford, and when someone asked me how I was, I said I'm fine, but I wasn't fine. How did I do, ladies? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And see, this is the shit that I would say to mock women. This, this is... It's perfect. All of this encapsulates the stereotype of women as emotionally fragile, frivolous spendthrifts, imprudent around clothes, and financially inept. In the stereotype Dylan performs, women routinely suppress our emotions and focus on being polite at all times. It is an archaic depiction of requisite female behavior, which was seared into women's consciousness over decades in the past. This view of girlhood took further decades for feminist women to dismantle. Dylan Mulvaney is building it back up before our eyes, and we refuse to stay quiet about it. In other videos, Mulvaney is seen running feebly through a forest and falling down in high heels, the suggestion being that women are unstable, weak, and pathetic characters, frightened flies. <laughs> this barely disguised message pervades many of his videos. 
In another, he is referring to his boobies as his gal pals and advertising the shea butter he will rub into them. He refers beneath this video to taking care of my new girls this season. This is all deeply offensive to women. Breasts are part of our sexed bodies, not a cute pet or accessory like a new handbag. Along with these grotesque parodies of womanhood, he promotes products with zero shame, grifting whilst gurning and gaslighting women. Shortly before he began his career-saving venture of being a girl, Mulvaney can be found mocking a female cheerleader in a sketch where he pretends to break his leg. He was... He has honed and perfected these earlier attempts to portray women as weak and stupid, and he deflected attention from them by declaring himself a woman. Gender identity is once again the smokescreen for misogyny, and negative criticism leads to an award-worthy performance of his being hurt and bullied. Mulvaney simply reverses the victim and offender. Women are bullies, and he is the target. Many women recognize this pattern from relationships with abusive men. The insult for women comes not from the fact that Mulvaney is given vast sums of money or attention, but that he is given it whilst performing an insulting version of what a woman is or how she experiences the world from birth. Mulvaney has avoided the many perils of being a girl because he was safely behind the shield of being a boy, and a wealthy one at that. Mulvaney has a very privileged background of successful financier male ancestors. Nothing says patriarchy more clearly than a man being offered huge sums of money by companies to pretend to be a woman, whilst actual women sit at home fretting how to feed their children during an economic crisis. A man-woman is feted, whilst a woman at times barely survives the experience. As the final part of his 365 days of girlhood, Mulvaney undergoes very expensive facial feminization surgery. This is suggested as the very epitome of ensuring he is seen as a female. Conveniently, little mention is made of the penis he retains. Shaved forehead bones might whisper and suggest woman more effectively, but a penis roars man at a deafening pitch. <laughs> Honestly, whatever they did to his face, it doesn't make him look any less like a dude. Uh, like it's it's not it's not working. The elaborate reveal video is highly produced, and none of the earlier amateur style is evident. Dylan really has come a long way in a year. While he's still, and while he is still no further along towards being a woman, I don't believe that was really the aim. On the contrary, the heights he sought were to become famous, powerful, and wealthy. He has had chats with the president. Andrew Barrymore knelt at his feet and cooed accordingly. Wearing woman as a costume works for him in a way it works for few women who it is for whom it's a reality. By contrast, women having plastic surgery often do it in the knowledge that without it, they would be invisible and past a certain age ignored and dismissed. Women don't seek to become, but to remain women when they undertake anti-aging procedures. Victoria Smith writes succinctly in her new book, Hags, you are not hated because you're an older woman, for that would be wrong and regressive, but because you have failed to remain a young one. One of the most galling aspects of Mulvaney's act is the passive-aggressive suggestion in some videos that women are hateful, spite-filled creatures who simply won't allow him to be the woman he claims he is. When woman objected to a potential sponsorship with Tampax, Mulvaney claimed he was the victim of women bullying him. It feels like high school and feels like you want me to endure the pain and trauma you had as a girl. In a sinister ending to his, this video, Mulvaney says he is nervous for you and suggests ominously that women will be punished in the future for their transphobia. Yeah, because uh, men are going to take over their 
roles as women and then you know start being abusive because men are ten, uh, typically a little more naturally violent. It's kind of our nature. Uh, when women, uh, no, sorry, uh, it is emotionally manipulative attempt to protect lucrative sponsorship and secure his brand from appropriate scrutiny. What's he doing with those tampons? Sticking them up his ass? Like I don't it didn't make any fucking sense to me. Or tampons? I don't know. I, I don't know anything about that. Is tampons the pad and the tampon is the thing that goes up? I'm, obviously, I'm not going to be getting a sponsorship at any time. I, I'm might have to shave my beard. You know what? Laurel, Laurel, Lauren Hubbard looked like she had a pretty strong five o'clock shadow going on. So, uh, Mulvaney breezes through his videos with a permanent rictus grin. The subconscious irritation women feel at this stems from the very real experience of our female socialization. From the time we are commanded to smile as toddlers, and for the million times afterward, women are aware that our smile is an expectation, a command, and a danger. If we forget to smile, men who are complete strangers will remind us. If we refuse, we may regret it. If a woman stops smiling, she can be accused of having resting bitch face, and she has failed in her duty to please and humor men. I, I love the feminist tones in this. It's fucking amazing. When Mulvaney performs his forced joy, apparently emanating from being a girl, women feel the lie through our bones because we have lived with the reality. Women aren't any of his performed girlhood of Mulvaney's. We don't like being reduced to it. We object when large companies pay hefty sums of money to the man treading on our heads to tell them what it's like to be a woman. Dylan Mulvaney is an actor and a, comp and a competent manipulator of the media. Large companies should take note that women will not be mocked by a man or the companies that support him. Learn who we are or learn how to cope without our cash. Just don't do it. I'm really kind of hopeful that this is setting up a... new feminist movement because that's what it's going to take I number one the frequency of women transitioning to be trans men is fairly low uh, not not real prevalent and even if it became more prevalent Biological men aren't going to care. Biological men aren't threatened by fake men. At least real, real men aren't threatened by fake men. Because at the end of the day, they can't do the things we can do. Like, that's the physical difference between us. So they're, they're not, they're not a threat. But these fake women are a threat to real women because they have certain superiority and they have the power of the patriarchy behind them. And they're this new thing that you can't criticize because then you're a hateful bigot. What this is going to take is like a resurgence of legitimate feminism. Not this, like, new, horrifying, screechy, like, 
just uber bitch feminism that's kind of become the norm of the last 20 years. It's going to take a return to real legitimate feminism to basically tramp this thing down and establish that, you know, women, real biological women went through all of this for years to get equality and everything else only to have it subverted by men. And we're not going to fucking take it is what they're going to have to say. And real women are going to have to be the ones who stomp this thing out. And I can't wait to see it happen. I want it. It would be Feminists versus the trans activists would be the left eating itself that we that would make for unparalleled entertainment for my part. And also it could be legitimately like world changing in a probably good way. So I'm hoping for it. I, I'm I'm cheering for it. Let's go. Go women. Like be be strong, powerful, aggressive, assertive women. Stand up for your rights and kick those dudes right in the fucking dick. That'll do it for today's episode. I will be back on Friday uh, to talk about something that's a little less humorous, but also uh, very important. So tune back in on Friday for a bonus episode, and then we'll be back on the regular uh, two-per-week schedule from here on out. Also, check out uh, Empty Tomb, and if you feel like it, and throw $5 at me over on locals and check out the daily content if you don't feel like it uh just shoot me a message and i'll send you a free link and you can get a month for free and see if it is something that you like that's all i got have a good one see you friday before you go make sure you check out our great sponsor agorist acres agoristacres.com you can find over 100 varieties of seeds they've got vegetables flowers all kinds of stuff they've got heritage brands everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com, and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time, that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product, highly recommend. So go check them out.